0: I'm worried that we used our good um, opening last week. Now we're just like, we can't top that.
1: Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's like the climbing a mountain, um, trying to come up with something great every week. It is nothing like climbing a mountain. (laughs) It's like peeing on a fire
0: hydrant. It is. Actually, that's accurate. That is very accurate. (laughs) Have you... Ah, uh, all right. Fire We'll go with the fire hydrant thing. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Hello and welcome episode 637 of the two hosers photo show my name is alan in tubing in germany with me as always is adam in vancouver british columbia canada i think i did it again did i say it right
1: i i'm losing my mind not i wasn't listening but i'm now trying to do it differently every time like kermit the frog in the muppet show no gonzo like gonzo in the muppet show
0: what are you talking about?
1: You know, like, at the end of the Muppet Show introductions, like, Gonzo always did something different, like, you know, he'd have his horn, or whatever, there was, it was always a different ending. Wasn't it Gonzo that was always different at the very end of the intro?
0: You know, like, we're recording this, right? <laughs> right. Yes, I'm aware. All right. Okay. All right. You don't, guess, you don't watch well, the Muppet Show? Uh not anymore, no <laughs> is it on? what is it on no
1: i'm just i'm I'm thinking about the past, man the past
0: yeah, no obviously you you you're, you're, you're a, actually you might be one of those old guys sitting up top there now, <laughs> right, hey, so you know what I'm talking about, yeah, I know what you're talking about i don't I know what the Muppet show is <laughs> i wasn't I wasn't born on another planet okay i'm just I'm, i I don't know how we got to the Muppet show. <laughs>
1: cuz I was doing something
0: different I was trying to do something different each time Like the like, when that when like Loretta Lynn was the host or like, what are we talking about <laughs> No Dolly Parton? No. No. Didn't they no. used to have like that with the deal like they'd have someone on every week like and do a song it would be Donnie. I'm sure Donnie and Marie did it like every 3 weeks.
1: Yeah, and probably
0: share. I don't rem- I don't know because I was like 4 years old back then and pretty drunk so it like mm, don't remember a lot. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah, you made it weird with the whole drunk four-year-old bit. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I went there. Yeah. Good. All right. Uh, Patreon. If you want to help support nonsense like this, hey, Patreon's your best bet. Go to our website, twohosers.com, and uh, find the Patreon link. Pledge a couple of bucks. You know, what, you know what the best part about Patreon is, Adam?
1: What's the best part?
0: We haven't had to talk about uh, you know who that the guy. other
1: guys, yeah.
0: The guy, the the guy who, who used to we had the links with, right, 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 right. Yeah, is he he's, still around? Yeah, I think he is. He's around. Okay, he's still doing doing all right. His, hey, you know, I was just I see his trucks a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The um, you know, I was thinking about about him. Oh, so. Fledge couple of bucks. Thank you very much. If you do, and uh, if you're considering it, also thank you. We appreciate it very much. Um, I was thinking about him today because I was like, like thinking about like the richest people in the world, right?
1: Yeah, that's what I always so, think about.
0: Yeah, no, I was, but today, so I was thinking about today, and uh, uh, and so you got you got you got uh, that guy. I don't want to say his name. You got him, mm-hmm. right? Get Elon sometimes. Yeah, Bill Gates. Uh, um, Believe it or not, Salma Hayek's father-in-law, like the richest guy in the world right now, for real. Okay, okay. And then, uh, I guess probably Bill Gates. Bill Gates is there. Richard Branson, he's got to be one. He's up there, yeah. And then, after that, it is every single veterinarian in the world. Okay, all right. Um, So, our cat was attacked by another cat. Oh, no. Which seems weird. Yeah. Yeah. Seems weird. Well, there's this other cat in the neighborhood that is known. It's a known menace, okay. and uh, and so far has not attacked our cat. But now there is. It your, has, wait, wait,
1: wait. Just back up. Is your cat a male or a female? It's a female. Okay.
0: Yeah. So uh, so you know our, our neighbor's cat is older, much older, and uh, has been attacked by this cat multiple times. And uh, so so far it's like all right. Well, that sounds like their problem, not really mine. But now that my so my, my our cat was attacked and, and actually some fair amount of blood and had to go to the vet this morning, okay. Um, and I'm just telling you. So I, my, my, I think my wife was in in the vet for 90 to 95 seconds or something like that. Um, and it was around 250 dollars. So nice. I'm just yeah. saying. I'm just saying yeah. that the vet. Well, now I got to go find this cat and take it out of his uh, his end. Like <laughs> I, I got to go find who this. Who this who owns this cat and basically I don't know, light his house on fire. What do you do? How do you deal with this, Adam? Yeah, what you, what's the appropriate amount of force? I
1: don't know. That's a good question. I think you should put it to a vote on the internet, yeah.
0: Uh, no, the internet does not like it when you mess with cats. There was that whole documentary about the dude who was murdering people in in Montreal, that was fine, but as soon as he strangled a cat, the internet went nuts.
1: Oh, okay. All yeah. right. Make that makes so sense. So I I
0: can't so, yeah, I can't, I can't go to hurt the cat, obviously. I can probably do whatever I want to the owner, and sure. if, no one will care, from what I understand, based on that documentary. Uh, no, I'm not going to do anything violent or anything like that. I just I want to get my $250 back, or euros, and uh, also maybe pee on something. Um, <laughs> like a mailbox or something, or, you know, maybe his car. I don't know yeah. how it's going to go. I don't know how it's going to go. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, I hear you, so I hear you, Yeah.
0: There's that. Anyways, be a vet. I, that that's like my, my son. My son went with my, my wife today and took the you know, was a good kid and helped out and I was like the moral of the story is be a veterinarian, evidently.
1: Does your does your cat like I don't know how it works exactly with cats because I've not been a cat owner before. Um mm. but you just like the cat just goes it comes and goes as it likes, or how does it how does that work? Yeah. Pretty much. It does. So um, so all it, of a sudden the cat just kind of comes back in
0: and it's just bleeding. Like you don't, you didn't see any of it. It's just, it just happened. No, no it was in the middle of the night. Uh, she likes to go out. So we don't have a cat door uh, because that seems weird to have a, just a cat door. I saw Ferris Bueller's day off. You don't have a, don't have a cat door. Right. The guy from Hunt for Red October will show up at your house. And, uh, <laughs> although he's in jail now, I think. So for real. Yeah, okay. took a turn, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah him, him and, uh, I think him and Jared from Subway are sharing a cell, if you know what I mean. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's good times. The, uh, anyways, uh, yeah, we, so we had to, we have to let the cat in and out, which sort of sucks at three o'clock in the morning, but, uh, you know, anyway, yeah, so she came in and then was just, was bleeding and there's that. So the end. Eh. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah, she's fine now. She's fine. I guess she got some. I don't know what. the yeah, Averson some oxycontin or something like that. <laughs> she had fentanyl. I'm not sure. And uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I got some. You ever had cat fentanyl? It's, it's no, good. I haven't. It's good. Yeah, yeah. You get pretty pretty high. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, once you look down and you're 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 licking your own bum, then it's like, oh wait, wait a sec. This is cat fentanyl, doctor. Come on. All right. Yeah. I think you, know, you heard Joe Rogan took it when he had COVID, I think. Uh, I don't know. I saw it on CNN. I, whatever Sanjay Gupta said, I forget now. Um, did Patreon. What's going on in, 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 in Vancouver, Adam? In Richmond. Have you been to Vancouver? You haven't been to Vancouver in a while.
1: No, haven't been to Vancouver for a few days. But uh, no, it's the same. It's the same as it was last time we spoke. Which is like
0: four minutes ago? Yeah.
1: It's the same. It's, it's raining and it's cold. Yeah.
0: How about Germany? Men. Um, it's warming up. Good. Yeah. Who cares? All we're right. Schnitzel. We're caught up. We have, yeah. We, yeah. We still have schnitzel. That's, what, what, do you, what do you want? Yeah. Yeah. You got broad first? Yep. Yep. Plenty of that. Yeah. What about rules? Oh, yeah. We've got some rules. Don't worry. We're enforcing we're those. Uh, that's Germany for you. Well, the Autobahn, you can let her rip. So, you know, yeah, there's that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. It, that's, that's actually not even true. That's the, that's the worst part. It's like, it's like, yeah, no speed limit on the Autobahn. Like, well, yeah, we'll tell all the parked cars in front of you. So, boo. There's still, there's still traffic jams on the Autobahn. That's what I'm saying to you.
1: So, okay. All right.
0: Yeah. They don't talk about that. When they talk about, talk about the no speed limit, it's like, yeah, that's awesome, except for everybody's out here. So, what should we do? Um. Other than that, what is going on right here? You have baseball fired up. We got a tournament next weekend. We have we gonna, have spring break. Airs. We have this is this. Yeah, is I want to find out about your spring break because you're back now. When people hear this, but you're going on spring break. Where are you going? Uh, are we back? I can't figure out the timeline. So oh, then don't then forget it. Then you're not going anywhere.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I know that Spring Break is on when this is when this is happening. Okay. But uh, yeah, spoiler alert. I'll tell you. I'll tell you about it probably next week. Okay. Oh, I see. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. I got you. Yeah, I can't. I, I don't know, until I have like photographic kind of evidence of of what we were up to. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't talk. Don't about it now. bring
0: your camera to Vegas. That's that. You know Tiger Woods, right? Oh, I,
1: I'm also going to Vegas upcoming. Are you really? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've got a Vegas trip planned with, uh, with a couple of buddies that used to go, I don't know, every couple of years. And then it got further and further apart because everyone got busy with families and life. And so and then uh-huh. COVID. And so now it's been, I don't know, six, seven years since the last time we, we went, uh, this group of guys. So we're, we're going, I think, four of us in May. So May is uh, May is going to be a little bit of a just a guys trip, just just four buddies, and uh, we have a pretty sweet uh, accommodation we, that we've stayed at before. The last time we went, which like, is the uh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's it's in it's a timeshare, like it's connected to I want to say Planet Hollywood. Okay and it's a okay. timeshare and it is just amazing so it's like full two bedrooms full kitchen dining room like massive like massive place all glass like up on a super high floor where you can see a complete panorama it's it's awesome because you, oh, cool. you go into the bathroom and it's all glass and you're like can people see me right now i'm on the can can they see me but i hope so the answer is probably yeah
0: <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, my my advice always. And I, I know you've been to Vegas before, but for anyone who hasn't, like the first thing I do when I land at McCarran is I get a I catch a cab just out in the middle of the desert, and uh, I dig two big holes because when something goes down, you'll be out, you don't want to be digging a hole then out in the desert. You know what I mean? Right. Like like you'll be like you'll be in a pretty big hurry at that point, and you don't want to. I th- I might have been uh, said too much on this one. <laughs> never right. mind, never mind that whole thing. Uh, you know what? The number of times I'm just remembering now. The number of times I've dug, dug the hole. I haven't used all of them. So you know what, Adam? I'll just I'll give you a map. You can just probably use some of the uh, previous ones. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. you made it dark. Yeah. All right. I'm looking forward to hearing like what are you, what are you gonna play in Vegas? Like what's your what's your deal? Slots? Be a slot guy? I don't. Once upon a time, I used to
1: like to gamble more on like the card. I'm not, I'm not a slot guy at all. That's a definite no for me. That's just not my thing. I like yeah. the cards, a little bit of blackjack, a little bit of poker. Now I think more just like I like to put a couple of bets down on like some sports games because I feel like that's something that I know a little bit about at least. And uh, mm-hmm. and then just And then just kind of walk around. There's lots of stuff to see. Uh, so I don't know. I, my buddies are into the gambling more than I am. And so I'll probably do a lot more just kind of, you know, it's going to be hopefully nice in May, good, good, nice weather in Vegas. And I'll probably just right. do some sightseeing and some, yeah, walking around, whatever's looking, looking around. I, I don't generally get the opportunity to do that. It's all go, go, go. Um, usually when, mm-hmm. when we have these trips, so with just my buddies and they'll be occupied a fair amount of time with gambling, I'll have lots of time to do as I choose.
0: So you're gonna go see the Grand Canyon then? Maybe.
1: That's a bit far, but uh, I oh. don't know. I'll, I might do something, and I'll probably take some photos and stuff. Because, like I say, I'll be walking around. Probably bring uh, the Fuji. That's that's that's. I think will be yeah, that's uh, the move will be in order. Yeah, yeah.
0: So Fuji and know. the adapter. Yeah.
1: Sure. Yeah.
0: Why not? Yeah. That's the route to go. Yeah. Uh, also, I mean, my my uh, all, all kidding aside, I don't really go dig dig holes on the desert, but. Um, I do like to do is go catch the poker room at like two o'clock in the morning. Right. Whenever it's drunk, right? There's drunk, but there's also a lot of uh, really aggressive people on tilt who, who would like to play all hands and you're like, okay, I'll just sit here. It's like, you're just like, you're shooting fish in a barrel. So I tend to, I don't get, you don't get rich that way because you're talking about like the, I don't know what they are even anymore. Like at the time, it would be like the three, six table. Which I'm sure that minimum is probably twenty forty now, but um, you sit like sit three six and just and just pick off people who are chasing their losses. Now I now that I say it this way, um, I might be a bit of an opportunist. <laughs> okay, yeah. but yeah, I hear what you're not you. Not going to get rich, but yeah. you, you'll make a at the time you'd you'd make a couple hundred bucks. Uh, pretty pretty solidly without, you know, messing around. Uh, now it's probably more than, I bet you'll walk with 500 bucks every night. That's my guess. So, All right. There you go. You got a patient guy like yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, it, that's it. That's what's going on. Reminder, monthly challenge for this month is Cinematic, brought to us by CBC Analog. Still have not heard back who he has nominated for the next challenge, for the April challenge. Maybe he's going to fool us for April Fools and not do it. Uh, but we'll find out. Anyways, your cinematic one, throw it on Instagram, hashtag at two hosers monthly challenge, hashtag hey hosers. Even better do both of those things and tag us at two hosers and we'll check it out. Uh any tips for anybody for cinematic? What does cinematic mean to you, Adam? Uh I don't know. What does it mean? Movie like for me does it first mean movie-like? off movie-like? It means yes, it means it means movie like. Uh um, <laughs> So, you know, when it comes to, to movie stuff, uh first of all, I mean I my thinking is I'll be surprised if if everybody doesn't go with the, the widescreen kind of look, which is not, you know, conducive to Instagram, but oh well, who cares? Um so, you know, aspect ratios are always a, a big deal. Do you do you have any idea what an, a movie aspect ratio is? What
1: uh it is two point three five to one or something like that
0: wow um, is that right i am color me impressed yeah that's one of them that's one of the main ones that's like your super wide screen sort of cinema scope type uh 235 to one that's well done okay uh the 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 video that you shoot is you shoot a 16 most people myself included is 16 by 9 that's what your tv is which is mm-hmm. 177 to 1 and then you get, you know, uh, uh, my favorite, honestly, except for rare occasions, my favorite is 1.85 to 1. That's a pretty standard one. I believe it's something like a Goodfellas or something like that would be shot in that, in that aspect ratio. So these are all the ones you can think of. So 235 to 1, that is very wide. Um, giddy up. I, I'm expecting yours to be that. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So there's that. All right, we'll give some more cinematics tips next week probably did you shoot anything interesting since i spoke to you 12 minutes ago
1: no i have not no just just my photo challenge which i we will talk about
0: um i would as i mentioned the sun came out so the kids finally got outside which well they've been outside but it's just it's it's they're cooped up i don't know i'm happy that they get outside and either they don't fight uh, when they're outside, or they fight elsewhere, with, and the neighbors can see, and not me. So, it's uh, they got outside play play a little street badminton the other day. So I quickly grabbed the uh, the R6 and the 70 to 200, snapped about a million photos, and there's a couple that were I guess acceptable. Maybe we have to change the actually the the this part of the show to Did you shoot anything acceptable this week?
1: Right. I like. Yeah. Uh... I like the one with your son in the shades. Like that just screams of uh, some sort of like cop movie reenactment. This could have been like um, yeah, something for your cinematic. What, what was the, what's the, the remake of the cop? Chips. This is Chips. He needs Chips. to be sitting on a, a motorcycle. And, uh, and then I think he got a, a, a cinematic kind of shot here.
0: Oh, good call. <laughs> and with the orange, with the blue and the orange and all that stuff. So yeah, it's going to work out just fine. Yeah. I thought you were going to go with like a Top Gun Maverick kind of thing.
1: Oh, it could be. It could be uh, that too. If he's in a fighter yeah. jet, I think motorcycle might be easier.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, in the scene in, in Top Gun 3, which you know they're making, uh, where they play group badminton. That'll be... Sure. This is, that, this is, this is a pre-homage to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's that. And then, uh, and then my daughter with the son behind her. So it's a little different look with the uh the shade and and whatnot so nothing to write home about but i did lo- i did really enjoy it. it's the first time i've had the r6 for really the outside shooting around and so i'm really excited by some of the stuff i'm going to get this summer okay there you go so the answer is no i shot nothing interesting <laughs> thanks for <laughs> thanks for asking though right good try uh yeah photo challenge was hard light so let's have a look at yours oh you were home
1: alone this week, yeah, seven up, baby. no, I was kind of fooling around with product photography this this uh this week, so I thought, okay, I did something super simple with the pencil and used the same counter, slightly different spot for the background, so I 'm still on the exact uh-huh. same counter, but then white background, like just where there's a section of wall in behind, and I used uh two lights or uh, at one point i had three lights i think this is a two light photo so where it's just backlit on on either side so the the flashes are kind of up on makeshift light stands which were uh, a roll of paper towels uh on either side and then just kind of shot down and in behind so you get the kind of gradient background and uh uh-huh. and then and then in the end so this is straight out of camera there's a little bit of shadow that got cast um in front that I didn't really like so kind of wiped that out just no, to get rid of like it. It looks like it's floating. Yeah, so the the shadow was very light because of the way that the the lights hitting the counter like again, that's a quartz countertop. Like it has all sorts of grain in it. You can't see any of it, which I didn't do any Photoshop around the background or anything. Like that's just how much light I'm pumping off the counter in order to kind of just wash it all out. And then it's shot with an 85. So everything kind of gets, you know, a little bit blurred anyways, but then the, the shadow that actually got cast that was still in the frame was kind of like, where you see that sort of dark bottom underneath the, the can that got extended down to more of an arrow point. So I didn't like how that it, so, so it looked like it was symmetrical, but it was just, it didn't look like any shadow you would normally see. So I basically just traced around and just kind of wiped out that bottom point just so that it was more the bottom edge of the can. And then Mm -hmm. I did, and I did see what would happen with the third light which I bounced in front to just naturally right out of camera, get rid of that shadow. And it did a pretty good job, but then it changes the light slightly on the can, which I didn't like as much. So I went with uh, a quick Photoshop job where I just wiped um, the bottom point of that shadow out. And then you get again, kind of a gradient background. Like I just, I love cans. Uh, in terms of like how you can shape the light and it's just good practice so when i when i did this and i probably took 15 different photos and i tried two or three different cans i tried a molson canadian can another one of water but i like the green on the white uh and just how the 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 green seven up can pops um but it's fun little practice because this was this was done in like i don't know five minutes and and i think Mm -hmm. like as much as this photo isn't by any means perfect. It's pretty good out of counter for or sorry, pretty good out of camera from just basically setting a can on a counter and with two lights what what you can do.
0: And you chose the French side.
1: I didn't really, I was just more looking for the light. I liked it after I took it and I liked uh I really liked the light on the top of the can. Just again how the yeah. the two lights hit it. And again, this is all just hard light, just basically boom, on little stands and just firing it off and the end. So this is a very easy, but I see an application here for, you know, product photography for someone who might be into that. I'm not someone who does any of that, but then I thought like, Uh it's not that hard. And again, I'm not saying this is the end all be all, but it's better than it should be for the work that it took. (laughs) (laughs) Right? And and that's my, that's my move as a photographer is like, I am not, this is for the podcast. This is trying to be kind of like um, educational, not just for everyone else, for myself too. And so I'm like, you know, just trying different things. I'm like, I have a pretty good idea what's going to happen. And then when I do it, I'm like, wow, I can't believe that that courts with the right settings just Melts into nothing like in just it's just a, right. a seamless white background, and then depending on where I put the lights, I can create a gradient exactly where I want it to be. so with a wall and a counter to do this quickly is is again what i what I like I'm like I can come back to this, and if I had a you know a need to do a
0: product shot, this would be extremely easy uh as far as the setup so when you sh- sat down with your interior uh decorator and chose your kitchen, it was basically based on this. Sure. And you're like, hey, I'm, what do you want for counter? You're like, well, obviously a photo studio for sale. Yeah, yeah. I,
1: again, and and I never really thought about that stuff, but like white no. walls, white counters, like it is handy, right? It is it's just simple. Yeah, for and, sure. And, and things look good in that in that light. So yeah, and I just love the effects that you can get from a couple of off-camera flashes. I'm always... Because I don't do it very often anymore. Like, I, I again, simplicity yeah. is kind of my, my game. But when I can see, like, you know, it didn't take any time. Like, I propped these two up. I didn't even get light stands. Prop the two lights up. Aim them in the general direction. And then just kind of in my head, know where the settings kind of need to be. And then you can always, you know, tweak it to taste. But it's so, so easy. And like you say, it looks like
0: it was more effort than it was. Nice. Now, blind taste test. Could you tell Seven Up from Sprite? I don't think I could. No, I don't. No, think I couldn't I could. either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. Take that Seven Up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. No, it looks it does look very very cool and always handy to have that kind of cool. Our old, our last apartment had white walls and stuff, and I I kind of missed that um, for the, you know doing a quick white a white background setup. Uh, which I don't really have that any anywhere available anymore to do that. You know. And so gotta set that white background up. This would be much, much faster. All right, next up is my shot, and that's uh, that's my son being a basketball star. He's he's really into basketball right now. So is Jack. Is, yeah. yeah. I that's why I bring it up because I am not into basketball. I am not good um every every friday we have our like the kids have their uh their indoor baseball practice and so we usually start like make sure because all the kids sort of trickle in and um after school and so we start by playing basketball and i just just shooting around and uh i am really good at air balls turns out okay like now yeah. I can barely hit the backboard. I, I am not good. I am not good. And with my, with my three centimeter vertical, can't dunk. So it's not, it's, it's not for me. Yet my son loves it. I have no idea if he's any good or not, but he loves it. And so we have a new uh, a basketball hoop out in front of the house. He loves to go and shoot around and do stuff like that. So I said, hey, let's go, let's go get, get a shot with the cool, cool sky, and uh, we'll light this up. Yeah, and it looked to me when I first looked at it, it looked like
1: like an aquarium or something in the background, I guess, because mm. the orange is so orange and the blue is so blue. But like again, and I was looking at the thumbnail, and I was like, is he standing in front of like an aquarium or something? And then I, yeah, I saw when I clicked on it, I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's the sky, and I guess because the contrast with you know an orange gel with the light it really kind of mm-hmm. makes that blue super super blue and the orange super orange so it, d- it does look cool i was a little confused at first
0: it looks it looks fake to me unfortunately yeah a little um, bit on the fake side be- because while i was like okay great i'm gonna go and i'm i you know you use the blue and orange move quite often especially if you know if you have kind of a gray ugly sky you know it works out quite set, set the white balance for like you know something like around 3,200, 4,000, something like that, throw an orange gel on, you get this cool look to it, but the sky wasn't even, there was nothing interesting to it at all, it wasn't even gray, like it was less than gray, Um, but it was also so much more bright out, so much brighter than I thought it was, and I thought, okay, I'll get away with something like this. I'll shoot with the, the 70 to 200. I don't have a, um, any off-camera uh, ETTL capability in, in my setup. So I'm stuck with you know the one of a second at ISO 100, and that meant in order to get the sky to be dark and interesting, I was shooting at like an F16 or, or F22 or really like horrible. I just stopped right down, which just brings everything into focus, and that means the flash on full power, no you know, hard light flash, just out of frame, just in order to get this, this, this exposure. But it also means everything in focus, and with that kind of blue, even though this is essentially out of camera, a couple of tweaks only, it looks photoshopped to me. Yeah, maybe,
1: yeah. I didn't think it was Photoshop, but I I guess it could look, it looks like it might be Photoshop, but I kind of in my head knew what you had done, so. um, Right. Yeah, now that you say that, I look at it, I'm like, yeah, I guess it could be Photoshop.
0: Yeah, it wasn't uh, at all. But I I mean, also not having any, any, you know, buildings or trees or anything in the bottom of the shot to anchor it, which was a choice I made. I wanted him to kind of look into just the sky. Um, but that kind of makes it look a little a mo- little more fake too. I mean, if you have that, you know, you can still fake the, the, the trees and whatnot. Um, but it kind of makes it look a little more realistic. I think the, the goal here, the, what I would like to do is to shoot it later in the day. So I wouldn't have to shoot at like an F 16 or, or, or less or, or stop down even more, which would kind of look a little cooler. I suppose right. I could go in and blur this with the, uh, the blurring thing, but not, not my goal. Uh, I do, I do love, I I do love the the orange gel with the blue sky move. Um, even though this is an extreme version of that, I haven't done it in a while, and uh, I, I can do a little bit more of that this summer. That's my plan. Okay. All right. Let's get into the topic. So, sit down. You know, I haven't spoken to it a long time. Who? Oh, yeah, okay, I was actually asking you. Oh, uh, Chris Marquardt, I haven't talked to him for a little while, got in touch with him, and uh, he's got all kinds of, like, a tour going on, some sort of um, a, uh, you know, Chris, from the tips from the top floor. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, So he's got some sort of an electronic electric vehicle-only tour of Eastern Europe photography something. Have you heard about this? no i have not now i have you're about to okay see that segue yeah so, yeah, so i sat down with uh tips from the top floor chris marquardt we'll check in with him see what's going on so without further ado <sighs> all right photo stuff let's, let's, let's we we're, we're here to hear about you since we're rolling we're getting an update from uh i already did your intro on the show and every, everybody knows who you are you should be introing me chris should I? More, of my, more of my listeners know who you are than know who I am. No,
2: no, 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 no. We'll, we'll, do, this, we'll do this another way because you will obviously very soon be a guest on my show and then right. we'll just trade, trade spots.
0: But your show, I'm going to have to have its video,
2: right? So I'll have to get a haircut. Um no 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 video uh, this is uh, this audio only I I tried the video thing for a while I do video on on the future photography podcast on curiously polar uh-huh. and on happy shooting which which is even a live stream um but for tips on the top floor it is audio only cuz yeah it's it's an audio format and tacking on video is just it's I, too much effort. You m- might know a bit about the effort of shooting video.
0: I do. I do. And plus like we we were we were going to do video at one point, but uh YouTube yeah. YouTube saw Adam and they were like, "No. No. Stick with radio. <laughs> you're you're good." <laughs> so, there's that. Anyway, so Chris, what what is been a lo- when did we talk last? Like a year maybe?
2: I don't know. Oh, uh, wasn't that wasn't that like pre-pandemic? No, not quite, not quite. You had already gone into your uh, in your cabinet making thing. Right,
0: maybe. Well, first I of all, so. does time exist? Like time no longer functions in, in this house.
2: No, no time is, time is gone. Time, time is gone.
0: gone. COVID took care of that. Also having kids, uh, I blinked, and now I have a, a daughter in, in high school and a son in high school in a couple mo- few months. So wow. it's, I know. Isn't that far Yeah, off? well, high school is fi- grade five oh. here though. So that's weird. But yeah, so it's, yeah, time time will, will will play tricks on you, and here we are, so it's been a while. what 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 is new in the the TF TTF world? Nothing.:
2: It's all all the same. All, right, all the well, old, good. same, same old, same old. We don't really need to talk, just go back to one of the previous episodes.
0: Okay, drive safe, everybody. Uh, tape your waitress. <laughs> I, I was actually I, I drove mean- past the um, I was past your old office the other day because my son uh, his his, uh, his baseball, we, we, we practice in the wintertime in the French Quarter, in the, the Panzerhalle there. And uh, so we went, I went, went past. The sign is still up. You, you can still do the top floor from the, the top floor. The sign still
2: up. That's because the, the landlords were... You know what's behind the sign? I helped them cover up a really ugly part of that building with my sign, and then they left it up because... Okay.
0: Who, who's in there now?
2: Uh, I have no idea who's, who's up there. Um, the landlords are still in the in the ground floor with their um, woodworking shop, right? And the upper floor that I used to rent, hmm, I have
0: no idea. Okay, out of the way. So you're 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 in Hanover now. Yeah, ish. Uh,
2: right, right outside of Hanover. We call our place here the Viewfinder Villa because that's where we not only live but we also do workshops. We're just ramping that up again. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it's about time to give people some actual, real, first-person experiences again. Um, so
0: you you haven't done workshops in like in person in like three years now.
2: Yes, I have. Uh, not not here in the house, but okay. um, there's this annual uh, Abbey workshop in that we do in southern Germany, Sigmaringen, which or Inzigkofen, which is uh, about an hour from Tubingen, mm-hmm. and. Uh, like deep in the Danube Valley, um, really beautiful spot, and uh, that's, this is this old abbey that is now a, an educational facility, and they run all sorts of different classes and workshops there. And we've been doing this for like fifteen years around the happy shooting workshop, and uh, we have um, we've we've skipped one, in the first year of the pandemic, mm-hmm. twenty twenty, and then in twenty twenty one we did a reduced version with less people. And uh, then 2022, full size again, and the same this year in, uh, this year in May. Um, thing, people want the real f- face-to-face experience. this year's Abbey Workshop was sold out in 13 minutes, and we're talking, oh wow. Over thirty people attending, so this was like a, a bull run. It was really interesting and i'm I'm very happy that uh that is still working well yes
0: you got to add a second show the uh you t- now you tried the the online tutoring workshops during... I'm still doing
2: it yeah, I'm still doing that you can still book me um it's all through my website you'll put the link in the show notes um mm-hmm it um yeah, but that's that's not a big thing. People are not really interested in spending additional time in front of the computer in the evenings right after they've done that video conferencing thing for the entire day every every day. so um there's there's yeah, I do, I do maybe one a week, but that's about it. I
0: can see the value in that, but there's the added value of not just the face to face but being in the room elbow to elbow with other people learning.
2: Oh, Very different than, than doing it online remotely, even better than like YouTube tutorials and things, which have their value. But mm-hmm. if you have someone who has been doing this for 20, 30 years and you can just poke them and ask questions, that is so much more valuable. And And then the actual doing, the actual doing, because you need to kick your own butt if you are at home and try to motivate yourself to go out and take pictures. Um, If there's someone who gives you an assignment for an hour, then that is going to happen. And that makes it very different again.
0: Yeah, yeah. As listeners of our show, will 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 notice. I mean, Adam is every week for his challenge photo has been you know what's next to his computer. That's basically yes. what he's. But, and and I, I and for me, it's just been my kids. I shoot I shoot photos of my kids. So I'm not tremendously. I'm not reaching out uh, past my comfort zone either. Uh, so I get it. Um, I also I also like you know like like the you don't know what you don't know so if someone next to you happens to ask a question and that you think oh I never even thought to ask that I love that interaction uh, amongst people and I've been to a few of your workshops back when they were when you were living in Tubingen and uh, which I, I I was wondering like you know what am I going to get out of this I I'm an at the time I was an experienced photographer even then and I thought well this isn't for me. I was wrong. it was absolutely uh, a great experience very
2: fulfilling and and it was and it was very much outside of what you usually do that's that's right. the two workshops we're doing in summer that's the two ones in summer because yes you can have the windows open and it's less danger of whatever um and uh we we have decided to, to go for the uh film photography workshops again this summer because that's also where a lot of new people who haven't had the exposure to film photography. You, you, if you look at what Fuji has right now with Instax, which is a film-based analog format, um, that's their cash cow. They make plenty money with, food, with Instax, uh, much more than they do with their digital cameras. Right. So people want that. It's, it's the uniqueness. It's the one-of-a-kind nature of a... Of a <laughs> yeah, film that's their, their, their version of Polaroid. That's their version of Polaroid, right? Exactly, and and they this is this is huge. The, you 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 ask the kids today, and they will all all love Instax. Yes, yeah, and and uh, what we are doing is like like regular film photography, black and white film photography, developing film, the creative aspects of it, um, and then we have a second workshop. This one is in mid July, and then the second is mid August, which is for. The, the Holy Grail of photography, which is large format photography, 4 by 5 um, like th- which <laughs> when it comes to me, it's the best kind of photography because you really learn a lot about the other kind of photography you do. right? Um, and, the, and the tech, the movements, then the tilt and shift and swing and rise, and then the creative side of things, lots of hands-on. So that's what we're doing in, in the Viewfinder Villa in July and August the film stuff
0: my kids have taken started started to take a real interest in photography like a real one not just a goofing around one and uh and I ended up long story short I bought I bought them I bought it for myself at first and then upgraded my cameras I passed on to them a at the well for me brand new 40d so I had my old 40d I beat that Mm -hmm. Into the ground, I saw a used 40D at the the camera shop in in the Markplatz here in Tubingen like a year ago, six months ago, whatever it oh, was. Is that
2: is that photo store still around?
0: It's still around. I think they might have changed management. I'm not sure, but they're still there, and uh, they have they have great used stuff every you Good know them, yeah. every now and then. So I, I came across a, a 40D. Body only for like 99 bucks. And I thought, yeah. I was like, yeah, great. I'll, I love mine. I mean, obviously it's older tech, but I thought, if this, if I get it home and, you know, if it's, got, if it, if it looks in decent shape, I'll buy it, you know? So I looked, I couldn't find a fingerprint on it. And I thought, oh boy. So I got it home and I, I did the shutter count on it and it was, it was eight. Not 800, not 8,000, 8, it was like eight. And so somebody <laughs> right, had bought dude. it, got it for a gift and sat in the attic, sat in the box because it came with the box and everything, Every, like all the, everything, all the, 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 the core, um, camera strap was all wrapped up, everything uh, hadn't been touched. And so my kids have a brand new, they they have my, 40, this 40D, gave them the 30 mil lens and just said, like, cause I don't want them to learn on Zoom and said, first of all, just said, go here, put it on AV mode, auto everything else just shoot just go and shoot and have some fun and uh now we're starting to learn and we're getting into it and they actually have asked about film photography they want to like they kind of want to know what that is and how we can do that and i said yep we're gonna do that we're gonna we're gonna shoot not large format yet we're gonna shoot 35 mil which i still have some the chemicals in the attic somewhere and (laughs) we're gonna go through and do that whole process because they love the. I also have a couple Polaroids that that I, one I was given, one I bought at a garage sale here at, Fl- at flowmark for I think it was a euro. Um, the film, the, the to buy the the knock the Impossible Project film cost me about
2: three thousand dollars or something. I forget what it cost, but it was, it was pretty high. <laughs> uh, which is now, which is now by the way, Polaroid again. The, is it so? This is is such a wild story. So Polaroid went bankrupt. Um, They shut down all the factories. Impossible Projects bought their last um, factory in the Netherlands and Uh brought back some of the older employees who still knew stuff. And then they had to re- um, reinvent the chemistry because they uh, the, because some of that stuff is not allowed in Europe anymore, right. like from a chemical uh, point of view, and then they got the old machinery working again, and then they started this whole impossible project with like the black and white and the uh, weirdly broken emulsions and that kind of stuff, and mm-hmm. which was more on the artsy side. and then the owner of the whole thing, um, back then, he bought the the, the brand. The Polaroid brand, and so the whole thing is now Polaroid again in a weird roundabout way it came back uh to Polaroid, yeah okay,
0: yeah my kids love it and uh yeah. and so i um um you know we, we will do that every once in a while and and so they have a genuine uh interest in in the whole process um I imagine they'll they'll shoot film and then go back to digital and, and whatnot because of the.
2: But it teaches you so much. That's the thing. It no? does the, the whole the whole film adventure gives you a lot of new tools that you can then use with your uh, with your regular now it's called regular photography.
0: <laughs> it is yeah. Well, <laughs> been you know here long enough doing that. Um, and you can actually explain to them what ISO really means, because it doesn't really mean anything on the the digital. Why is it called ISO? Just because it used to be called ISO, and explain all those things to them, because we're going all in deep into the the triangle and the whole thing. But uh, so I said I recommend to anybody who has any interest at all in photography, take take a film workshop. Take it from Chris, obviously. I had a great time. We did the... We d- By the way, those are, those are in German, so
2: that might not apply to a lot of your listeners because they're here in Germany and in German.
0: Oh, come on over. Water's warm. You're fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> you have done some in English in the past, though.
2: Well, I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing another thing, another, another English in-person thing, and that's in September. And that is, that is kind of the big one because I... Um, you know, I used to do a lot of the travel stuff. Um, I've traveled all over the world, from the Himalayas to uh, to Africa, to uh, the Arctic, um, mm-hmm. and take photographers there. And with all the climate thing and uh, and the pandemic and everything, I, I kind of had this thought that yeah, maybe maybe getting on a plane five times a year is for, for a short hop to some other country might not be the best idea right now. So um, the thing I'm I'm doing is, and I scouted this in, in summer already. Is uh, the the Eastern European Electric Photo Road Trip?
0: Mm-hmm. We're gonna oh, workshop hey. that name first of all.
2: No, it's it's it's, it's got to be weird. E. The E E E P R T. Uh uh-huh. <laughs> So what what it is is uh, is a, f- a photo road trip as in we'll hop on a car. It's my car, it's Mm -hmm. an electric car. It's uh, fast and zippy and uh, gets us places. And it'll go from Berlin through Dresden to Prague, Vienna, Budapest, right into Transylvania. So we are doing, this is a 10 day uh, photo road trip. It's about two to three hours of driving a day. Um, Over noon, we'll drive. We'll arrive at the next location in the afternoon, we'll use the good light and the evening sun and everything to take your photos. We'll uh, overnight in the hotel, next morning, up early, morning light, uh, a couple more locations and then on to the next spot. We'll have a few nights where we'll be, uh, a few st- like Vienna will be two days, so kind of a bit of a more extended one, Transylvania will be two days and the rest is uh, one day and the tour goes it's a small tour tiny tour Mm -hmm. like me and three people in the car um, which makes us a very flexible small team um, which makes it easy to make changes on the spot and go oh let's stop here let's do this Um, like we can there's there's a planned tour but the planning takes place together with the group because it's like a private tour it's a small group right um And it's two tours. It's one from Berlin to Transylvania, and then the second one from Transylvania back up to Berlin, because I need to get back somehow. So that one is already sold out, the reverse tour. Okay. Um, And uh, the tour from Berlin to Transylvania is um, two spots left, one sold at this point. And that's in September, early September.
0: But but that, that person has shotgun already, so you're in the back if you join.
2: Nah, we'll take turns. Do that. Okay. That, sounds, that sounds fantastic. Um, this, was, this was one of these epiphanies. I thought to do a, okay, a friend of mine, Henry, who I met in the Arctic on a ship, um, and he's a guide there. Um, he lives in Transylvania. He's married to a, wom- a woman from Romania, and that's where he lives. And I thought, do a, do a photo workshop in Transylvania. Because hey, it does have a nice ring. The landscapes are amazingly beautiful. It's Mm -hmm. it's it's almost like Tuscany without the Italians. (laughs) Oh boo! No, I'm not saying anything against. Oh man, don't cancel me! Don't cancel me for that. I I love Tuscany. I love Italians. No, but but it's it's in Eastern Europe, but it's very very Tuscany has a Tuscany vibe to it, Mm -hmm. and. But then but then I thought, okay, how do I get there? Well, I do have the car that can do it. So I I'll drive down there. Um and then t- t- the next the, the, the wheels got clickety-click in my mind. It's like, hey, why am not why am I not gonna take people with me on that tour? Because it, it it's the the hops are not too long, so you can do the driving. Mm-hmm. The driving in an electric car is is quiet, so you can talk and you can do like Discuss stuff on the way and it's all yeah it's, it's 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 just come together nicely and then last summer i did the tour on my own mm-hmm. and it's fantastic it's like history and and landscapes and cities and culture and everything uh, kind of coming together so i'm here
0: also i'm also hearing live podcast from the road
2: not sure if I have the energy to do that because the, the whole thing is the whole thing is okay. It's a bit daunting, of course, because yeah. you need to do all the booking and all the v- logistics around that. But uh, turns out it's not too hard, so there will be some recordings from on the road. I did some vlogging. I did some me. I did some vlogging on the scouting tour. So there's a there's a YouTube channel that has a few vlogs. So I, I mounted the camera. Uh, under the mirror, and mm-hmm. and had a nice little tech tip here. Uh, you can use one iPhone to do that because it can record the both directions in the same time. So I had the really the, the, the selfie. Yeah, with with ex- according software, you can do that. So I had the selfie camera record myself, and I had the other camera record the road. So I have like a. The road with myself uh, as a picture-in-picture mm-hmm. um, talking. So you, you see the road, you hear me talking and see me talking. And this was the lowest possible tech uh, approach that I've ever done. And it worked out very nicely. Not a lot of gear, not a lot of stuff to charge. It, just the phone hooked up and, uh, yeah. This and is- edited on the phone. <laughs> oh, man. See, this is what I'm telling you is, is
0: you don't know what you don't know. I, I, I didn't know that was even an option. Um, now I'm going to use it uh, for other things, for, for woodwork stuff probably. Um, sure. We're going to do some live stuff. Uh, oh man! Okay, I got to go. I got to go I, take care of this also, now.
2: I, I I had also had another epiphany, and that is I reduced my my computing environment, which was brought onto me by my Mac iMac Pro dying. Oh no. The SSD in it dying and it was I could have plugged in an external one. I've done this with other iMacs, but it wasn't it wasn't really that I wasn't that fond of trying to do that again. So I downs, I downsized everything uh, to an M2 MacBook Air. So my entire production environment is now on a fanless laptop. Yeah. <laughs> Which works like a charm because cause then I realized after doing that, I I, I had this big desktop kind system and a laptop. And then I had to go on travels and sync everything back to the, to mm-hmm. the desktop. And this whole managing two computers by like, and, and the deciding what goes on the laptop and what doesn't, because I need to save on space. So I decided to get a beefy one, um, which means beefy in terms of uh, SSD. So there's the t- two terabyte SSD in it. And it's, uh, it's the main computer, no syncing required anymore. Lots of backups because, <laughs> taking it with you yeah of course the, there's a bit more risk now because uh, it's just one computer but it has just freed up so many things now because it's all on this one machine
0: indeed now you have a, mo- a monitor at home
2: though I'm guessing external no. monitor no
0: so how do you do everything on
2: the tiny little screen um, well there's there's when Okay, so so there's a there's an open source tool that can uh, resize the screen. You can you can change the resolution on that screen, right? Right, but only within limits. Apple doesn't allow you to do it all the way down to like one pixel being one pixel. But then when I do a recording like this one, I have the 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 video and the audio and my notes and everything on the screen, and uh, I can't get enough resolution on that screen. But uh, with a with an according Open source tool, I can. So, okay, it's it's a very dynamic setup now. Um, I'm totally happy that I have this, and it and it and it does the job, including video editing and all that. It's these these processors are fast fast enough for pretty much anything.
0: They are amazing. I, I picked up a a, a, Mac, a MacBook Air in the summer as well uh, when we were when we were in Canada, uh, mostly for travel for editing while I'm on the road and stuff like that. I still need the the desktop.
2: I had the yeah I thought so too but I, I had the M1 uh, MacBook Air first and that pretty much yeah made made me not use my desktop as much anymore because right. it was so much more zippy and fast and and you could you could throw almost ninety nine percent of the things I threw at the laptop at the fanless cheap mm. laptop or cheapish laptop um, cheapish almost every um <laughs> Not cheapish. Cheapish. Everything, almost everything um, ran faster on that laptop than it ran on my iMac Pro. Let me repeat that. The right. iMac Pro was slower, the Intel iMac Pro was slower in so many aspects than the itty bitty iMacBook Air. That doesn't have a fan. Oh, this is just... Yeah.
0: Yep. I hear you. Now, for all those people listening who are saying, uh, wait, you're saying Macs are cheap? They are not. They are very no, they're expensive. Not. No, they're not. But here's the thing, and this is this is a, I, I I believe the perfect segue. They they off to me they are the, the most valuable comp, like, device you can get because yes, they're expensive, but oh my god, are they fantastic! Like I love mine. I'm not going away. My wife brings her computer home from work, and uh, it's a I don't know who makes it. It doesn't matter. They're all the same. It's, it's you know, if you want to, if I, I want to paint something down the shop and then leave it on to, to dry, like I will put it on her computer because that's what it's good for.
2: Okay, this is, this is too quickly turning into an Apple fanboy podcast. It's, it is. I've been a
0: fanboy. It's, no, it's funny because, I, I, you know, a young guy on my baseball team, a, a friend of mine, fellow Canadian, uh, I asked him a while ago, I was getting in touch with him. I was like, well, do you, oh, do you, have, a, do you have an iPhone? He says, oh, no, no, I'm, I'm not a sheep. I said, well, me neither. I'm the shepherd. So uh, I've been around for a while being that guy. I, I am one of the original fanboys for sure. No question. But, but in terms of value, so we, you and I were well, speaking a little bit off the air about the value of
2: photography. Okay, so, so let, me, let, me, let, me, let me try to frame this because I... Hey, hosers, Alan here. That was kind of an
0: abrupt edit. Originally, I had scheduled 15 minutes with Chris, but we went on for an hour. So we're going to split this into two parts. Part two next week. And now, back to the show. And we're back. Great to hear from Chris. I know. You know what the kicker is? What? I really hope I get to talk to him because (laughs) when I'm recording this, I haven't talked to him yet. So what are you going to do if you don't talk to him? Uh, oh Probably just do AI. Uh, <laughs> go to ChatGPT and say, hey, what would Chris say? Can you do it in his voice? And then uh, maybe. So, you know, right. there's that. No, I, I'm, I'm scheduled to talk to him uh, in, a, in a couple of days from now. So i I'd imagine it going. He's a pretty stand-up dude. So if not, I'll we'll fill that with some, I don't know, elevator music.
1: Yeah, I was going to say electronic dance music we could do that oh yeah.
0: edm we call it edm <laughs> in the business <laughs> right yeah so there's that oh and uh, anyway i assume it was good to hear from chris um you know it's been too long since he moved away from tubing and many years ago it's uh more and more difficult but that's how that goes okay uh challenge for this month is cinema that is brought to you by CBC Photography. Hashtag Two Hosers Monthly Challenge. Cinematic. Sorry, cinematic. Hashtag Two Hosers Monthly Challenge. Hashtag Hey Hosers. Even better, do both of those things and tag us at Two Hosers on the Instagram, and we'll check that out. For next week, Adam. hmm We haven't done magazine cover in a long time. Are you up for that? Sure. Good, because the alternative was you come up with the challenge, so. Okay, magazine There's cover. There's that. What are you going to go with? Just tell me off the air. Tell me off the air. Don't, don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. Okay. All right. We'll talk about that next week. All right. Uh, websites, Adam, still protesting. Websites, mm-hmm. not on having no, one. No website, no. My stuff, you can see. Oh, I made a new, there's a new video up, by the way. Did I tell you that? Uh, I made a thing. Uh, can I talk about it on here? I don't know. I don't know. Can't talk about it. Maybe. If it's a video, then I, maybe I can talk about it. <laughs> I don't know. What's well, a wedding gift? There was a wedding gift for some some friends of mine. Okay. And uh, i hopefully have given it to them by. They don't listen to the show, so I could I could say whatever. I could say I could talk about whatever say whatever I want about them and they'll they'll never hear this. Okay. Okay. So yeah, so I made a new video about uh, like a hallway shelf thing. Hallway entrance shelf something. Um, check that out on holtzfeatherwoodworking.com. You can find my stuff at com or the two of us at TwoHosers.com, where you can go to find all the links, the photos, everything we just talked about. And that's it. Until next week, get out there and make better photos.